Okay, welcome to the latest episode of the NCS Podcast. I'm Mark. I'm Chris. And joining us for this episode and some future ones is... Uh, my name is Alex. <laughs> A lot of people may know Alex Byrne. Maybe you've been burned by Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely seen Alex in a ton of shows all over the East Coast and other parts of the country. He's he's a road warrior, which is very nobody knows where I live because <laughs> I pop up everywhere, but I live in Buffalo. Yeah. They now they know where there. to find you. I'm sure he'll be back on the road once all this stuff clears up again. Living that jet setter life. So for this episode, we talked to Jay Jensetic. You may know Jay from bands such as Half Mass, Harm's Way, um, Atonement Theory, his latest band. Um, Black X. Black X. Black X. Extinction. But... Mm. uh, we talked to him about one of his uh, early... Today we're talking to him about his past release. We got to fix that. Okay. Because <laughs> we were both talking. Okay. Hey, wasn't he also in Plagued with Rage? Yes, Jay there was in Plagued with Rage. <laughs> and that's what we're going to talk to him about on this episode. We deep dove into the demo, the 7-inch, and... Other assorted Plague with Rage history. Comp tracks, too. We did, yes. Um, well, we talked to Jay for a while, so enjoy. Thanks. So, okay, Hello. so welcome to the latest episode of Nickel City Soundtrack. Today we are talking to Jay about Played with Rage. And as a special guest joining us is the ever-excellent Alex Byrne. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and as always, Mark Miller and myself here to uh, talk about yet another Buffalo classic band that everybody should be aware of. How you doing, Jay? Good. How you guys doing tonight? Killing. Great. You know, Monday in Buffalo. Is it Monday? Uh, yeah. It is also Monday in Chicago. <laughs> yes. It is, it is also Monday in New York City. Really? Oh, you're in New York. Well, I'm in Hamburg, so. Or Eden, wherever the hell I am. Yeah. <laughs> Out in the sticks. Eden, Eden's demise. Eden's demise. So, so uh, where's Jay? Still there, buddy? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, you're back. So, so, so you were like, you, you when I asked you to do this, you were like, does anybody care about this stuff? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be surprised though what, what people care about as far as like old hardcore and stuff. It's yeah, like, I mean, I there. Uh, this is hardcore. A couple of years ago, there were a couple of kids when they saw the played with rage demo, and somebody's like selling their old stuff. A couple of different kids tried to grab it at once. So there is like particularly like old Buffalo stuff. There is an interest, and in played with rage definitely has like a bit of a an unexpected following. I would say in the current times, I've definitely heard played with rage shouted out on multiple 
hardcore podcasts recently in the last like few months. So yeah, Your, European stuff or what? No, Americans. American. Uh, America. 185 miles south, which is uh, done by Zach from In Control. Um, they did an episode about 1990s youth crew stuff, and they actually spent like a couple minutes specifically on Plague with Rage and Half Mast. Interesting. Uh, yeah, that's all news to me. I mean, I'm great, <laughs> grateful for it. That's exactly what we were trying to do. But, you know, we were just high school kids. So uh, I had no idea, to be honest with you. Uh, I, I kind of had a feeling there was some European stuff, maybe, mm-hmm. because the only way I was ever able to reacquire my own shirt was uh, <laughs> having uh, – my friend James, the singer in harm's way, grabbed me one in Europe for $85. Jesus. <laughs> you know, I just picked up a plate with Rage shirt from a European for like $5. So See? I'm not sure. I'm not sure what happened with James. <laughs> they saw him coming, apparently. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Look at the size of this guy. He's got money. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> so, well, let's talk about play with Rage. So, um, how did Play With Rage originate as a man? Oh, man. Um, so the short version of that story is basically that uh, Chris Smith and I um, were, we wanted to, I mean, God, we were so young. I think I was probably 16, which means Chris would have been 14. I don't even think he was in high school yet. Um. I, not to cut you off, but I've seen, like, I was watching videos today of, like, an old Plague with Rage show or two. Yeah. And Chris was definitely, like, a little kid. Like, he was, like, <laughs> super small and skinny. It was, like, he was definitely, like, an eighth grader or some shit. Yeah, I think he was, I'm pretty sure uh, the 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 year that we kind of started doing this, uh, which originally we were, we were uh, under a different name, uh, before we changed it for obvious reasons, we were FSU. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, before, you know, that was something else uh, and we changed it, but um, we were just kind of, we were just getting to know each other uh, and uh, spending a lot of time skating and just talking about our love for all things, uh, <laughs> teenage street edge, you know, stuff. And uh we we knew of this this kid that lived right behind me uh that was uh a really good drummer um but he was 12 years old um and I'm not, he looks 12 <laughs> he looks 12 he was he was 12 uh he still looks 12 actually <laughs> And yeah, he was like, uh, so Aaron, Aaron was this kid that I knew of that lived right behind me. I I knew him from uh, when he used to live in a different neighborhood next to a friend of mine. And just coincidentally, he, he moved literally right behind me. And Chris and I were like, yeah, we see, you know, he's skating around. uh, And he's, you know, he's like an actual drummer. Like he's in like, you know, jazz takes like jazz drumming classes and stuff. And like, uh you know i wonder if he like knows how to play hardcore you know and he was like you know a skater and like we thought we're like yeah i think he's straight edge too 
so we started kind of like uh just you know so the seeds started to started to uh grow in our heads and we were like you know we should we should just try like seeing if he wants to skate and you know let's see where this goes maybe we'll ask him and uh uh, so that's kind of where that started, and uh, it was uh, the three of us just kind of screwing around at first in my basement. And uh, the weird thing is, like, I don't remember, like, uh, both Chris and I kind of, like, started to play guitar around the same time. And uh, I don't remember how, like, it could have been a coin toss. I could have ended up singing um, I don't remember how we decided that because uh, like I didn't even actually like own a guitar <laughs> and uh, you know, Chris, his whole family plays guitar and uh, I just like acquired something from uh, this dirt bag in my, uh, in one of my classes. And if you look at, if you look at the demo uh, it doesn't even have six strings uh, the, the end of the, the, headstock was broken off so i i played a five string guitar in the early stuff uh and uh and it was just the three of us kind of like joking around you know uh in my basement uh the photos and some of that early stuff is staged like we're just like jumping Very in my chain of strength. yeah we uh didn't you know we were kind of just joking in the beginning uh and then uh, Chris and I, uh, well, the crazy thing too was like Aaron, uh, he was literally 12 and he was an incredible drummer. Uh, so like once we kind of realized that we were like, we should maybe take this a little more seriously uh, than we initially did on that FSU demo, uh, which I don't even have anymore. Um, that was just like a four track thing we did in like 1993. I want to say that might mm -hmm. even be wrong though, because I think the plague with rage demo might've been 93. So maybe the FSU demo was 92. Uh, was there one so, play with rage demo or two? What's that? Was there one play with rage demo or were there two? There was only one, but the FSU demo uh, was the same band. Uh, we yeah. just changed the name and took it a little more seriously. And uh, so, what know. did FSU stand for for you guys? Um, we were just like, you know, this is our mosh crew. We just want to fuck shit up. Um, <laughs> it, it was just like, much how just, Boston started. Yeah, just I mean, just weird teenage angsty stuff that uh you know we just thought it was funny i guess <laughs> yeah yeah so the demo is 94 then because i have nine what well, 94 demo the plague with rage 94. okay so the plague with rage demo is 94 so the fsu yeah. demo would have been 93 then probably okay um, and how did you guys go about bringing jeremy into the band i mean obviously jeremy is chris's brother but like we, how did that come about yeah, so we actually, well, um, we first acquired, uh, it was, ended up being a family affair because first we needed a bass player, uh, and uh, uh, that was uh, Chris and Jeremy's cousin, Abe. Um, 
so we just stuck a bass in his hand and was like, you know, jump around. Uh, <laughs> and uh, that's kind of how that went. And then um, around the time we started uh, writing some of the songs for the demo, uh, Jeremy expressed interest uh, in wanting to do that with us. Um, and, uh, you know, I, we were, of course, you know, I, I kind of remember Chris being like, no, you're not allowed. <laughs> uh, and, you know, not much has changed. <laughs> uh, you know, he was like, you're too fat or, you know, this, <laughs> this is, this is for us, you know, this is for us young kids. Uh, and I was like, well, yeah, but I want to be able to jump around. So it's got to be able to sound good. Yeah. Uh, so we, you know, another guitar player. Uh, so that's kind of how that happened. And, uh, you know, I just, we were just like, yeah, just, just learn these, these songs. Chris and I were writing everything, both vocally, uh, lyrically and musically. Mm -hmm. Um, Jeremy, uh, didn't have any contribution until the seven inch actually. Um, so that's kind of how Jeremy, ended up in the picture with that was that during this time of half was half mat what was going on with half mass at that time um were you in that yet oh yeah oh yeah um yeah at at uh i would say during the majority of that all three of us were in both bands okay uh, which which made a lot of those shows during that era very interesting because we felt like we were just commandeering everything yeah um in fact, I, I kind of remember like a show or two where like we kind of would hear people in the background being like, aren't these fucking kids ever going to get off the fucking stage? Like, <laughs> you know, it'd be like, like with rage, nevermore, half mast. I was just like, everyone just take one step to the left and drop your instrument. Yeah, you know? it was kind of ridiculous. At, at a certain point, it was like, yep, that's exactly what was happening. <laughs> but, was nevermore going at that time, too, then? Uh, yeah, it was. Wow. So, okay. So, when you did the FSU demo, was it was it just the three of you, or was Abe in the band at that point? Um, Abe was not. He he joined the band as we were kind of uh, like putting together the layout. Well, I put together the layout in my graphic arts class. Uh, hence, some of the staged photos, um, including you know one infamously of Abe jumping with like the guitar like my guitar is like on a guitar stand in the background <laughs> uh, but uh no that that demo was just uh me chris and uh aaron okay that's cool if you ever find a copy let me know if i find a copy a of yours i'll buy it and give it to you yeah, yeah I, don't I don't think i've ever seen that one like not even because i picked up a lot of demos at home and the hits if it wasn't in shows and like I didn't, I wasn't really aware of the FSU thing until like a little bit later on. Yeah, yeah, I don't probably for good reason. I'm sure. But. I know that I had you, but I also know that I misplaced some demos. And if I find it, I'll just send it to you. I don't need it. I mean, yeah. like, I'd like to have it, but if it's going to you, then why not? Yeah, digitize I, it and then mail it to him. <laughs> Do you? Um, what was I going to say? Um. 
Sorry. Where was I going? All right, so what, while he's thinking about that, let's talk about like when you record. Where did you guys record the demo? Um, we recorded both the demo and the seven inch at uh, Watchmen uh, about a year apart, if I recall. Okay, so it was it was you four and Jeremy on the demo, or was Jeremy not on the demo? Uh, the I don't demo, I don't have it in front of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The demo Jeremy was not on. The demo was uh, was uh, myself, Chris, Aaron, and Abe. Uh, and then the seven inch was the same plus Jeremy. So you guys are like 15, 16 going to Watchmen Studios. Were you, you have like any memories of like being like basically kids walking in there? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, that was crazy. I mean, it's weird to say now, uh, because like through a lot of that, that time, like the bands I was in and the crew I was hanging out with, I was the youngest, but in Plague with Rage, I was the oldest and mm-hmm. like uh i think when we did the demo i would have been 17 uh aaron would have been like 13 chris would have been uh 15 maybe 16 uh abe was a year younger than me so he would have been like 16 yeah so chris would have been uh 15 uh yeah i mean we had freaking nick baron like had to drive us because none of us had licenses wow uh you know aaron (laughs) aaron uh thank god her her his mom uh adored me because like i had to get a permission slip for him to do anything all the time (laughs) uh like literally she would like have to like okay where are you guys going (laughs) what are you doing (laughs) who's gonna be there i mean he was freaking 13 yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> it, it was crazy uh so yeah i mean we're you know packing it up and taking it to doug's basement uh aaron had never recorded anything ever um ne- neither had abe uh you know i had a little experience chris had a little experience uh and you know it was it was our first, like, you know, because Chris, Chris and I were in Half Mast, but, like, it wasn't our band. Like, Plague With Rage was, like, very much, like, this is our band. Like, this is our first experience, like, making, like, this is our vision, our band, our lyrics, our music. Um, so, you know, we were kind of pretty scared, you know, we didn't, <laughs> it's weird to say now, you know, because it's just a demo, but, like, I remember being, like, you know, like there's, there's weird stuff on that thing that just to me now is like, why didn't we do just do one more take? Like, (laughs) you know, it's just, it's just really bizarre. Um, But we didn't know any better. We just, and we were afraid to speak up. Uh, We were just kind of like, you know, whatever Doug tells us to do, you know, if he tells us to keep going, you know, if he tells us to stop, if he doesn't, um, there weren't a lot of, uh, there were no second takes. It was just, you know, you go, you know, maybe a couple things you clean up here and there. Um, it was pretty stressful. I actually like the demo better than the seven inch. Uh, oh, one one real funny thing uh, about the demo that I regret to this day. For some stupid reason, we forgot to bring guitar heads or amps. <laughs> so when we got and you know we were kids. Uh, 
so we also didn't own any so there, that you know there's a note there but like chris like his because his whole family plays guitar like we could have brought something and you know in hindsight i remember being like well i didn't think of it because i don't even own one you know why didn't you bring one you know, <laughs> right chris is just like well i don't play guitar in the band so i didn't think of it you know <laughs> so it was just like you know we're fucking kids and uh so, you know, we get there and we realize that and we tell Doug and he's like, eh, you know, and we're at first we're like, well, Doug, you know, he plays guitar like he'll just let us. Then, you know, he it didn't, didn't even come up. He was like, eh, just plug directly into the Borg. And we're and like looking back on that now, I'm just like, so that signal is just a dry guitar tone straight into the board, mm -hmm. uh, which is really bizarre. Uh but like, as far as like how it turned out, I actually like it better. I like the songs better. Uh, uh, that I think that demo is pretty cool. I think it's really interesting contrasting the demo and the seven inch in terms of the vocal delivery too. Like on the on the demo, Chris sounds he sounds like intense, but kind of held back a little bit compared to the seven inch. On the seven inch, he sounds like he sounds unhinged. Yeah, in a really cool way, but they're, yeah. they're very different deliveries. Yeah, and like that kind of became more his style, you know, because obviously he was finding what that was, you know, and I think he sounds more like he did in No Reason and whatnot. Because mm -hmm. uh, he was, you know, he I think he was held back a little bit. We were still fucking figuring it out. Uh, he had never sung on anything before. Um, and uh, I, I think that's, I don't dislike that part of the seven inch, but I, I do kind of like the demo more partially for that reason too, because it's, it's a little more uh, reserved. Uh, we were just so timid. I feel like it almost gave it uh, like, <laughs> I think the seven inch, I think, I think you're right. I think unhinged is a good word. I feel, I feel like, <laughs> we both chris and i especially like by that point we were so into the band that like we were just a little too intense about it like the songwriting like a couple of the songs i don't know what the fuck we were thinking you know with some of those drum beats that we wanted aaron to do we just wanted everything to be so fast um you know uh some of the like i wanted things to be a little more like noisy guitar wise because we started listening to unbroken which there's nothing wrong with that i still worship that band but it's like you know i we were just kind of trying to do too many things um i love the seven inch don't get me wrong but there's reasons i like the demo a little bit more it's just a little more reserved uh mm -hmm. in uh in that in the delivery i guess uh to your point about the vocals and you know i wasn't trying to do anything crazy on guitar with you know noise tracks and <laughs> just i don't know <laughs> trying to fit I, I feel like we we're kind of trying to fit 10 pounds of shit in a five pound bag <laughs> you say so that. um yeah yeah so uh it sounds like nick was so nick baron did third party records sang for half mass among other things it sounds like nick was really pretty supportive of you guys from jump you know he uh driving you to record your stuff he puts out your record was he was he always like pretty supportive of you guys because i've heard different things um 
Yes, I would say uh, both both can be true. Um, I think that uh, he he was supportive, especially like you know when we're fucking kids, and you know, I mean, he was the oldest person we knew, <laughs> and you know, he was you know he wasn't even that old but to us he was uh so you know we were kind of looking up to him uh and yes of course he was supportive but you know i think towards the end and like years after and years later we kind of realized a couple things like you know just unsanctioned t-shirts and you know just a couple of questionable things that I'm just like, dude, like we were friends. Like you could have like, I don't know, like talk to us first or like there, the, I think the one thing that really irked Chris and I was he at one point was like, uh, trying to put together a, a plague with rage, uh, discography or something like that. And like, he didn't talk to Chris and I at all. Um, so, I mean, supportive, yes, but, like, I don't know. You know how this kind of indie label shit goes. Like, Yeah, yeah. It, it just seems like it's inevitable. I mean, do you – yeah, you both live in Chicago. Do you guys ever come across each other, or did Nick move from Chicago? I forget. He actually lives in Milwaukee now. Um, when he was here, we ran into each other a couple times, and it was it was kind of awkward. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Oh, see, I had no idea. I thought that I, I so sorry if it's bringing up any weird feelings or anything. Oh, no, no, like, no, no. I thought I thought that everybody was still like relatively friendly and cool. Like I, I didn't even know that asking that question it was going to go in this direction. No, 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 no. It's totally cool, man. I'm an open book and like I I don't really, you know, I mean I I wouldn't say anything here that I wouldn't, you know, wouldn't or haven't you know, expressed before. And, uh, it's, it's totally cool. Like we're all adults, man. It's, and like, we were doing this band when we were kids. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck do I care at this point? Nobody right, got rich right. off of it either. What's that? <laughs> Nobody got rich off of it. Yeah. I mean, seriously, like it, it's, it, mean, was just, it was Blade just Rage is such a good name. It is a fucking great name. I will say, you know, going back to ah. Jared. Oh, we yeah. lost somebody. No, I'm still here. Freaking pop-ups on my phone. Anyway, continue okay. on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you did me, though. Going back to Jeremy, uh, he did come up with that name. I will give him credit for that. Really? Yeah, him and I were... Uh-oh. Hello? You guys there? Long walk back to North Tonawanda. I've, I've made it myself, man. I used to. Like, that is not Tonawanda. a short walk. Yeah, him and I were walking back. Well, this was this was. I mean, again, I look up. I was, you know, he's two years older than me. Whatever he was is, and you know, I'm like, okay, man, I'm following your lead. I'm I'm fucking sixteen here, or whatever, you know. And he's like, yeah, come on, let's go to the show. You know, my friend can drop us off. I'm like, okay, cool. And little does he, you know, he doesn't tell me. He doesn't have a fucking ride set up to go home. You know? <laughs> and I'm like, all right, how are we getting home? And he's like, well, let's fucking walk. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I remember walking home uh, from a show 
with him and uh he i just remember him being like i have the coolest name for a band ever and i'm like all right you know i'm like right like whatever nevermore what do you got yeah whatever fucking i don't i don't even know uh and he lays that i'm like that's pretty fucking cool Uh, 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 he's this name fucking stat where i'm having some audio issues Uh, what's that i'm having some audio issues hold on one second All right, you gotta. I think you have to retell the Monday, story of the name because it's. I it was like it was glitching in and out when you started to tell the story about the name. The whole thing, man. Are you fucking kidding? Me? <laughs> <laughs> just, just go with. Just go with like Jeremy. You guys walking super far, having a great name, and go. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so we're walking back from uh, this fucking show in Buffalo. I don't remember who we were seeing or whatever, but, uh, you know, I, I fuck that had to be like a two, two and a half hour walk. I don't even fucking know. Maybe you could tell me, but. Um, and Jeremy's like, uh, I got the coolest name for a band ever. And he lays that on me. And I'm like, that's pretty fucking cool. Uh, and, uh, you know, we just kind of left it at that and he's like yeah i got a bunch of them <laughs> and, uh, you know because he would always tell me like i'm gonna start a band that does this i'm gonna start a band that does so he was always like fucking scheming and you know whatever he had all this yeah. shit in his <laughs> so uh you know how it how it went uh none of it ever came to fruition hardly ever but uh so when the whole uh you know i just kind of remembered that and chris and i you know because chris and i was like fucking best friends we were always talking and we were both aware of this name Mm -hmm. and when the whole fsu uh cleveland thing was going down or whatever the hell that was uh i think it was based out of somewhere in ohio uh chris and i were like uh yo we got to change this name fucking asap uh so we were like yeah, let's uh, let's use this name Jeremy came up with because it's fucking awesome and we are plagued with rage. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I mean, it's such a good name. Like, such a good name. Yeah, and we thought, like, honestly, like, Chris and I, you know, I've mellowed out. Uh, Chris is probably more plagued with rage <laughs> <laughs> than he ever was. But at the time, we were both like, this is very fitting for us both um, also. So... Yeah, it was a great name. We changed our name, went with that. That's kind of how that happened. That that uh, wanted to give uh, credit to where credit's due. Uh, Jeremy did actually come up with that name. Cool. That was probably his biggest contribution. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what a good one. Oh, it's a great one, for sure. So were there any, like, memorable Play With Raid shows that you, like, stick out in your mind? Uh, yeah, let's start with the first one where I busted my head open and got seven stitches and was unconscious. Oh, really? What happened? Uh, 
Well, uh, I, you know, I did a, a fucking stage dive with my guitar and I don't remember. It's on video, actually. Uh, it does exist. I, I have video and uh, and photos. Uh, this is actually where Jeremy's uh, other idea for the Blood on the Floor compilation came from. That was, <laughs> that was me gushing uh, ounces of blood. Uh, yeah, I, I did a stage dive with my guitar because I was fucking... 17 years old and losing my fucking mind because it was my first show playing guitar and i had bill page's wireless system on my guitar so it gave me license to fucking go even more crazy (laughs) and uh i fell i don't know uh fucking hit my head and uh you just see me kind of meander over to the stage and sit down and everyone else is still playing (laughs) (laughs) we only had one guitar player so i'm not playing uh and uh i was unconscious by this time but still moving uh (laughs) and i just like sit on the stage and put my head like between my lap and this is the photo that uh does exist of this and there's just a huge pool of blood between my legs as I have my, uh, my head between my, uh, legs. Uh, and, uh, yeah. So ambulance, uh, I had seven, uh, staples actually in my head. Uh, my mom infamously, you know, pulled Jeremy aside that night when I got home from when we all, uh, reconvened at my mom's house, uh, you know, however many hours later after I came home from the hospital and she's like, you know, grabbing him by the collar is like, you told me you were going to take care of my son. (laughs) (laughs) I was like 16 at the time. Uh, (laughs) So, you know, that was the introduction of, of, uh, of Plague with Rage or as it was known FSU at the time. So the world was just complete fucking chaos. Uh, And, uh, Jeremy's dad infamously said uh, of this whole thing, uh, yeah, this is just, this is why I call this uh, just organized chaos. <laughs> <laughs> Where was that uh, show? That was at that uh, like community center in, uh, I think it was Niagara Falls. It only existed for a little while. Um, was it, I know. Was- was it the place that was kind of like in a back room of a place? Because I went to some show in Niagara Falls. It was like a back room yes. a couple of times. And it had like a bar across the back of it. That was it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, don't saw, I saw Fade Away, among others. But I specifically remember Fade Away did a Dag Nasty cover. And nobody knew the worst of the Dag Nasty cover except for like me and one other person. And as everyone was packing up and leaving, I yelled out, yeah, next time learn the song. <laughs> and fade away thought I was talking to them, not the crowd. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, jerk. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it was, you know, it was the nineties. Nobody liked me because I fucking said stupid shit. Yeah, all took it I was the just gonna say that. I was just gonna say, knowing Buffalo, that in, that probably started some bad blood that lasted like a decade. <laughs> yeah, but also being Buffalo, nobody's gonna raise hands about it. They're just gonna talk about it and they're zing. Talk, yeah, just talk you know? shit. Uh, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, it was that place. And I'm pretty sure that was the last show there because I remember the, the dude that was like running it was like, he was not fucking happy that I uh, busted my head open <laughs> and uh, <coughs> was definitely saying some shit about this is why he doesn't do these shows or something. Yeah. So were, were there any other interesting shows that you remember? Um... God, um, yeah, playing with integrity. That was awesome. Uh, that, that was, I think that was probably one of my, my favorite memories of, of being in Plague with Rage was, uh, we played with, uh, integrity, uh, at, uh, Kedzie's, mm-hmm. um, and it would have been like, uh, systems overload era. Okay, uh, so Dwid was back to like Jordans and youth crew haircuts. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they had the drummer from Outcast, and like we were fucking shooting pool with the fucking Melnick brothers and shit. It was, <laughs> it was fucking cool. Uh, and I remember, I remember like <clears throat> particularly like being super proud of the fact that like we played really well or something, you know, and like just being like man like we're good <laughs> we're teenagers <laughs> we're really young but we're we're fucking we're this is a good band yeah uh, and i just remember being particularly proud of that uh that that show and like you know playing well in front of like a band that i looked up to at the time a lot um uh, you know and like that was as far as out of town as we could ever go because of the whole Aaron being a minor and having to get a permission <laughs> from his mom thing. And I'm not even joking. It's, she wouldn't so let him. Wild. Yeah. Like yeah. talk about doing weekends and like trying to like, you know, even just match up with, you know, cause we only need to bring two more people with half mass and it's fucking a whole other band. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, his mom just wasn't having it. <laughs> yeah. She stayed like that too. When, uh, his little brother, when, when his, yeah, when Sean was, when Sean started, really? playing, uh, Mike Usher was trying to start a band and wanted to see if Sean wanted to play. And Mrs. Martin got really uncomfortable with that idea. Just that is fuck see i'm validated i'm not making this shit up, man. 13 14 at the time he he came around really young too yeah i mean she was probably having fucking flashes of like i'm not doing this shit again yeah. <laughs> and she was, was already great. he was already playing in a hardcore band but he was playing with other right. other young kids oh okay yeah 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 god that's funny i did not know that that's very very funny <laughs> So what what led why did uh why did Play with Rage break up? Um well can we back up a second? Yeah. Yeah. Before yeah. We, it'll just the chronology will make no sense, but I was just curious how the uh how your involvement with the uh, for the sake of dedication comp came around. Yeah, um God, that's the that that's the response that came out on crucial response. Crucial response, yeah. yeah it was uh, it was yeah. Half mass played with rage, floor punch, and a bunch of euro bands, basically. Yeah, I think eyelid. Um, um, yeah. Uh, 
couple couple other yeah there was some good stuff on there um i like the comment a lot yeah yeah I, i think and that's probably where a lot of our euro following comes from because so uh peter uh somehow got my phone number i don't even fucking remember how this is peter Huron who did crucial response records yeah peter who did crucial response i think maybe he was uh poking around nick Barron uh because he he really liked us like a lot uh and i think he was kind of poking around nick maybe uh i'm just kind of trying to remember this um and uh Nick just gave him my phone number or something. I don't know. So like Peter used to just call me randomly and just like talk. Uh, and I like, I, he was probably trying to get a feel for like <laughs> if we would, but he never like straight up asked me. Uh, well, I, not at that point anyway. Um, and like, I was more interested in like the fact that like, you know, he uh, well, he had ties with uh oh because of the whole brotherhood thing like i was fascinated with like you know the whole like fucking nate mandel connection and like at the time foo fighters was like a thing and i'm like you know sunny day real estate worshiping and i'm like tell me about this like you know what how like how you know how did you know those guys and like what was he like and he's like i, I just want to talk about hardcore <laughs> uh <laughs> So some of those conversations were, were very funny, but uh, he started to express interest in us. Uh, and um, we, uh, he wanted, he, he asked about the comp. Um, so we start, we were starting to write some new material. Um, and uh, we were, getting uh a lot better <laughs> at our instruments <laughs> uh and uh i i feel like the song that ended up on there is by far our best song uh we recorded that song too well okay so that's a little interesting <laughs> that is both the first song and last song we ever recorded uh yeah a lot of people so really? it's 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 kind of confusing so the way that happened was that uh the song uh the shorter song i forget what is called uh i think it's called leave me alone yeah I might leave be- me alone and where are you now yeah okay so leave me alone is actually on the fsu demo and was the first song that chris and i ever wrote uh that was recorded in my basement on a four track um so the song that appears on the comp is from that four track recording or you re-recorded it no so this is this is this is the deal uh we (laughs) it was i think it was eric elman's idea uh or he was somehow involved uh he took the original four track recording and gave it to Mr. Ski Mask to re. 
So that is a yeah. This is a true story. I'm not making this up. He, he after re- this, I have a ski mask story. After you tell the story, okay, perfect. I I love Mr. Ski Mask stories. So so that is a four track recording of the first song that we ever wrote, uh, recorded in my basement. Uh, it it sounds a lot better uh, than it does on the fucking on the demo. Uh, he just like remixed it, remastered it, uh, and then. And then uh, the song uh, Where Are You Now uh, was recorded during one of the last half-mast sessions. Uh, I think it was during... Okay, it was during the status demo uh, session. Uh, We just brought uh, Chris and... Or I'm sorry, Aaron and Abe with us and Plague with Rage just pounded out that one song during that same uh, status demo, which is my favorite half mass thing that I was on too. Uh, and uh, that ended up being that song. Uh, and that was kind of more the direction we were planning on going with what we, what we were hoping was going to be a full length. Uh, we were asking uh, like, we were trying to see if new age was interested. Uh, Peter said that uh, he wanted to do it. Uh, Now where things started to kind of fall apart was uh, Peter wanted to bring us to Europe. Well, Aaron can't even fucking leave the state. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes even the city. Sometimes most of the time, let's be honest, he wasn't even allowed to leave the city. Um, so I was already like, what the fuck are we going to do? Um, and, uh, around that time, uh, there was some nonsense happening with whether or not Aaron was even still straight edge. Uh, nonsense if I had to guess, but, uh, well, some like, this girl was starting rumors and like, uh, you know, I confronted Aaron about it and, you know, who the, like, honestly, to this day, I don't even fucking know. Cause the kid was also like only fucking 14 years old. <laughs> so I just want to say, could you imagine if you guys went to Europe before Snapcase did? <laughs> How crazy would that have been? Would have been what a fucking, what a great place to plant your flag. I mean, and we were so young too. <laughs> yeah um we were trying like we were trying to figure all this out and like we wanted to do it like you know we were i had a bunch of songs we were working on that was one of them um and uh then but then you know aaron couldn't leave the state uh and uh you know we like got to a place where we felt like we were confident that our drummer was so straight edge. <laughs> uh, and then like not too long after that, we weren't really sure. Uh, and I kind of got like burnt out on that whole, like, I'm just kind of sick of this. Uh, and to be honest with you, like towards the very, very end, I was already thinking of leaving uh, New York state. And I was just like, let's just do one last show and fucking call it quits. Uh, Cause uh, there's too much drama happening here with this. And like, it's such a silly thing to like, 
Like I, I was like starting to mature enough. Like, like, look, I'm still fucking straight edge. You know, I know you guys are, I mean, Jesus Christ, it's coming on like 30 some fucking years. Mm-hmm. But like when I'm 18, 19 years old, I'm like, this is silly. Like I should be worrying about more important things than if my 14 year old drummer is still straight. Edge. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I, I can't speak for Mark and uh, Alex, but I, I feel like a lot of straight edge people hit that kind of stumble where they're like, they don't stop being straight edge, but it's not as important to them anymore. You know, like they kind of like, they just see things differently or even just like refuse to talk about whether they're straight edge or not. If I felt like smoking meth tomorrow, I would do it, but I think that shit's stupid. So I don't. Right. Yeah. I mean, at this, like, it's just like waking up in the morning. Like, I don't, you know, <laughs> it's just, I don't know any other way. So, uh, yeah, could, yeah. You imagine, could you imagine me drunk? Maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think you would just talk more. I don't know. It's a, that's a tough bar to clear. I think I would just get punched in the face a lot. Well, I mean, that goes without saying. Bar fight. Good <laughs> <laughs> bar fight. Uh, yeah, I just felt like I had more important things to worry about in my life uh, than, than that. Um, and it broke my heart because, like, that was, that was, you know, my first band. It was my first band that I was like, you know, I mean, it was Chris and I mainly, you know, creative control. We were writing everything. It was my first band playing guitar. I mean, shit, I quit playing drums because I didn't want to play drums. Jeremy asked me to fucking join Half Mast. I didn't, I wasn't a drummer. I didn't, I wanted to play guitar. So Plague With Rage was every bit of my passion and I have not stopped playing guitar since. So I was very heartbroken by coming to that realization, but um, yeah, it just, I just didn't want to deal with some of the nonsense that was happening with, and there was a lot of that happening in Buffalo at the time, you know, with like, Oh, he's not straight edge anymore, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I just didn't fucking care. I just didn't care. I, I didn't want any part of any of that. Did the seventh come out while you guys quitting. were still a band or not? I feel yeah, like I thought it came out while you were a band. Yeah, yeah, it did. What the by the time the comp song came out, I think we were wrapping it up. If I remember, or maybe it I, I, I want to say you guys were done by the time the comp I, yeah. came out because I feel like Half Mass was done too. Like that whole thing was over by the time the comp came out. Yeah, I think by the time the comp came out, I was actually living in Chicago. I think. Yeah, I think you were. Uh, so it looks I like do. you're looking at something. Are you looking? Yeah, at the, the release date out? on that is December of '96. You were done. Yeah. 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 When did you leave Buffalo? uh may of 96 so so did you come back i thought it came out after what's that did you come back to buffalo because you took my place in the richmond house very briefly yeah you're yeah i did very briefly uh for like um it would that would have been god my daughter was was 97 my daughter was a year old, so uh, like 97, 98. Yeah. Um, I, I moved back for what, Mark? Like a few less months? Than, less than a year. 
Yeah, but you Otherwise, kept paying rent sweeper, until, until we found someone, which is cool. <laughs> that's, that's good of you. But then Sweeper took your spot, it. I think. <laughs> I didn't realize that I took your place. That's hilarious. I never knew that. Yeah, yeah. It was like, it was me, then you, and then I think Sweeper. Yeah, I oh. think so. Yeah. So it was Chris J. Chris. Chris like J. Brew. Sandwich. Chris J. Brew. <laughs> did, did we all have that same room too i think so yeah i think so That's no you I mean. were in the big room chris and then sweeper moved into the the small room oh, that, that i was in when i moved in there i moved oh, to your yeah, room yeah. after that we as you should like it was the big room and just keep bouth in that room he was in <laughs> doing weird old bout stuff don't mention bouth on this show oh <laughs> I didn't know it was like that. I'm just joking. <laughs> uh, so, Ski Mask. Yeah, yeah. Tell me the Ski Mask story. So, when Ski Mask and uh, Glenn were doing Towpath, there was a an adult shop that they would all go to. That the one the one that's um I want to say it's on Hurdle in Delaware or Hurdle in Kenmore. Um. There's they so moved many. there, like, yeah. Well, it, it started. In used, to be, spot. used to be Freedom Video. Yes, it used to be something else. And when they were doing like the height of towpath, the owner was like super stoked. I was like, yeah, give me video. It'll be funny because you know, like, you, you know what's going on with towpath shows. One day we'll have Glenn on and really talk about it. So Ski Master was like, yeah, I'll shout you out on my public access show which i don't remember the name of so the guy oh, watches ski right. masks public access show and was like so freaked out by what he saw because it's freaking ski mask and he was like mentions this guy's shop in the middle of this like rant about like raping the virgin mary and like oh. all this crazy stuff the dude changed the name of the shop and moved it to where it is now Get the fuck because he's, out because of he's like, I can't be associated with that. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. So fucking ski mask. You mentioned quitting drumming. I have yeah. a funny quitting drumming story that's related to Plague with Rage. So it would have been late 94. I was in sixth grade. Aaron Martin was in eighth grade at the same at the same middle school. I had just <laughs> I had, I had just started learning how to play drums. And at the end of the year, there was this huge school assembly uh, that involved a school band concert. Now, the only person in the entire school who was actually legitimately good at his instrument was Aaron. Was Aaron. <laughs> they had Aaron play what felt like a three and a half hour drum solo. <laughs> <laughs> and I shit you not, by by the end of that drum solo, I was just you like- quit? I quit. I'm never going to be that good. I'm not. I'm, I'm done. I never touched the drums again. I've told Aaron this story. He's he's a good friend of mine. And he started laughing his head off. And then he felt terrible. Oh, for having accidentally discouraged me. But I think the world would do just fine without me. Uh, without me. I, playing say, drums. I feel like it was meant to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean. And he was in eighth grade at the time. He was in eighth grade. I, and I he know. Was I mean, that's what I'm saying. Unbelievable. 
that's what I'm saying. This this kid was a fucking prodigy, man. I mean, we were kids, and he was even younger than us, and he's like fucking shredding. It was it was insane. Like somehow we had like the best drummer in the area, and the fucking kid wasn't even like hitting puberty yet. And nobody <laughs> else got him. That's the thing that like amazes me is that like that was it. One and done, race, baby. That was it. Well, you would think One that like everybody would have been trying to get this kid when drummers okay. were such a hot commodity. Yeah. So I have a funny story about that. Uh, Several times, uh, Scott Vogel uh, mentioned to me several times, he was like, hey, tell me about your drummer, man. Who is this kid? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, I could tell. I just knew. I just fucking knew. I'm like, "Uh uh-uh. Nope. Uh, So, speaking of Vogel, I was trying to start a band with Galvin, and we went and practiced with Jesse Moscato a couple of times. And then all of a sudden, Galvin stopped calling me, and I found out Vogel started going over there. <laughs> like, drummers, man, people would poach them like nobody's business. Yeah. Well, you know, it's hard to find a good one. Uh, yeah. There were so few in Buffalo. Um, yeah, I, I, I remember several, several run-ins with Scott. I, I think one time we were even, like, you know, doing the, the hardcore show, and Scott called in and was like, that fucking drummer i mean he didn't swear but he's like fucking drummer of plague with rage man god damn like just like so many times he was just like you know giving that kid accolades and uh you know he wasn't even allowed to leave the city <laughs> aaron basically and honestly uh, keeping him away from vogel was probably not the worst idea because he'd be like a giant pothead now if he wasn't already yeah 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 i mean there were there were several reasons haircut what's that have you seen his current haircut? He's, uh, <laughs> yeah. He's, no. he's got no aversion to the devil's lettuce, to the best of my knowledge. <laughs> but uh, Aaron actually, he basically had no interest in hardcore by the time that he was done with Plague with Rage. Yeah. Because the people that were around him, I mean, I'm not going to name names or throw anybody under a bus, but certain people that he was around a lot of the time really were only interested in hardcore and gave him a hard time about the stuff that he was getting into, which was a lot of Britpop, pop, yep. which is still yep. what he's really into. Yep. Yep. And, yep. You know, yep. people, people which calling is... him names for being into like suede and Oasis and stuff. Yeah. And it's, it's funny because a certain segment of the scene went heavily in that direction. He just clearly wasn't around those people. Yeah. He, just, he felt, he felt kind of pushed to the side and marginalized because of the fact that he wasn't just on one track. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I, yeah, I, I get it. And that's, that's really, you know, I, you know, it's, it's like I was saying earlier when, uh, you know, the stuff was kind of starting to go down and like, I I remember having a heart to heart with him about, you know, the whole like rumor, like, and he was like, no, 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 you know, and like, I just, I remember thinking like, even if, even if this is true, uh, I don't care like this, like I'm like an older brother to this dude. Like the band wasn't as important to me as like just trying to like be one of the few people that wasn't like that to him. At least I was trying. I don't know if that's true or not, but like, and that's kind of what I meant when I said earlier, like when I was kind of done with it, because that's all it was about. And like, I wanted it to be more about than just whether the fact he was, straight edge or not and if he wasn't you know okay fine then like we're a straight edge band we can't do the band but it just was 
only about that. Um, and, you know, I was still straight edge, am still straight edge, but my tastes started to change too. And I remember people giving me shit. Like, you know, I was just like, and like, to be honest with you, it's kind of the reason I left Buffalo. There are many reasons, but that was one of them. I got so fucking sick of that shit. I wanted to do so much more than just fucking play drums in half mast and play guitar in a youth crew band. And no one else was interested in me offering anything more than that. And I can kind of relate to what, you know, Aaron is talking about it to a certain degree, but I, you know, I know, I know what he's talking about and it had to be harder for him because he was so young he did actually specify that you were very supportive and cool when, when that stuff was going on. It was concerns about other people, but yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad to hear that because I, I remember that heart to heart and I just, I'll never forget that. And (laughs) it was so awkward and so weird. And I just remember thinking like, you know, I don't know if I know the truth, but I kind of don't care. Like, you know, this, this kid is, he's my little brother, man. You know, I, I, there's just more important things. Absolutely. Indeed. What's that? What, uh, is it in... go ahead, go ahead, Alex. What was, what was the deal with the, the reunion that you played at, at veggie fest? Yeah. Um, years ago, God, it's so weird to think about that because it felt like it was so long after the fact, but when you look at it, it was, it was only like a few years, like maybe four or five years, uh, something like that. I, I could be wrong. I don't, I don't know. I think it was early two thousands. Um, yeah, it was right around there, but there's a yeah. lot more, there's a lot more room between then and now than there was between then. And when, you right. No, that's, that's my, that's my point. Uh, and yet it seems like it was forever after we had broken up. Um, I don't, I honestly, I don't really remember how that came about. Um, I, I just remember that (laughs) they asked me if I would do it and I said, fuck, of course, yes. Uh, and so, um, I remember, uh, you know, Chris and I, cause you know, Chris and I are still, very good friends now uh there there was a time where we had some differences uh and to this day i don't really know why i i feel like some people were kind of pissed at me just for moving away uh like i remember even when i moved back briefly there were people that didn't even know i was back uh and i remember like people being like Hey man, just because you're back doesn't mean nothing's changed. And I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, you know, just shit like that. Uh and uh that kind of lingered on into the, the few years after that. Um, so um I I just remember welcoming doing that because I I really wanted to, you know show these guys that like you know you're you're still like we literally grew up together you know fucking like you know (laughs) just going through puberty playing in bands i mean jesus christ it doesn't get any more thicker than blood than that uh and uh you know 
it was just important to me to do it. I don't remember how it came about, honestly. I mean, fuck, Mark might even more, know more about that than I, I don't. Do you remember, Mark? Did, did Nick, was that Nick's idea? I know it was like one of the, I think it might have been like one of the last Veggie Fests. Um, yeah, I remember. I, I remember the pictures, but that's about it. <laughs> I think there was yeah. one after. I mean, for me, I I started coming around after, after Plague with Rage broke up. But that was also one of the first things that I got that was like, this is important Buffalo hardcore that you should know as a little kid. If you're going to get into this, know this. And I was beyond excited that that reunion was happening. And it was the weirdest show. And it sounded like shit. Yeah. And it smelled like a foot in there because it was just all (laughs) dirty ass kids in this sweaty lodge. But it was the most fun. It was so hot. I remember, like, I think a, a couple, like, fucking random kids, like, actually came from Europe for that. Um, uh, I, I, I could be wrong about that, but I, I kind of remember that being a thing. Um, that sounds familiar now that you mention it. Yeah, I, I think I think that's true. Uh, and I just, I remember Blake being fucking blitzed out of his goddamn mind singing these straight edge songs. And it was just fucking surreal. I remember Jared Nowacki got one of his teeth snapped in half when Chris put the mic in his face. No shit. Nice. That, uh, my grandma was there. Uh, I don't know if anyone remembers a very old lady like sitting in there. Uh, she insisted on showing up to see my band play and I kept telling her not to. <laughs> uh, and she was sitting in that room outside the, like uh, she was sitting in like the room where like the food would be. And I shit you not the second I turned on my amp and hit one note. Oh, what happened? I just shared the screen of the Ellicott Creek part. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> I, I shit you not the second i turned on my amp and hit one note to like warm up she was literally like nope i'm out of here <laughs> <laughs> and you know and then of course she's mad at me and i'm like grandma i fucking told you and like uh ended up finding out that like one of the dudes in the scene was like my cousin and i didn't even know it because he walked in the room and he's like aunt betty what the hell are you doing here i'm like who the fuck are you he's like that? that's my aunt i'm like that's my fucking grandma <laughs> just such a small world uh who was that um fuck i i i could let you know just not right this second uh you you would probably know who it was because i think like it was like him and his brother were actually in the scene uh their last name is like my grandma's maiden name i think hardwick um because i remember the hardwick brothers I, I'll, I'll let you know. Uh, I can't think of it right this second. Uh, was there any... Uh, this this is kind of a shot in the dark, but was there any Kinsleys? Not Maybe. I'm not sure. Like, I didn't okay. know everybody's last name. Like, even people I knew, I didn't know their last names. Yeah, yeah. That might not... They might not... That was my grandma's maiden name, but that might not be their last okay. name. I'll, I'll have to look it up. It was fucking surreal. It was... There were so many things about that show that were so fucking weird. Uh you know, I, I remember, uh, you know, cause Chris and I switched for one song, like ever since the FSU days, because the lyrics I wrote were too emotional for him and he didn't want to sing it. Um, 
so that was our that was our compromise was that he got to play guitar so he didn't care <laughs> um i remember like you know giving a little bit of a speech before that and i started to like tear up because going back to what i was saying earlier like I, you know i hadn't seen these guys i was kind of disconnected from them and i knew how like shit got kind of weird and like i just remember chris being like uh he he will never admit this but abe abe swears by it too he chris was like just fucking play just fucking play because he was like about to get emotional <laughs> uh yeah, I don't know. It was a good time. There, there was a lot of weirdness about it. I just don't remember how it came about. I don't know who else played. I don't fucking remember anything. I don't remember, I don't remember. on that show, yeah. I don't, I don't remember a lot of details of it. I just remember that set. I remember hanging out in the park, playing kickball and doing all this dumb stuff all day long, and then <clears throat> played with Rage's playing inside. Yeah, um, Jeremy didn't play. He uh, he he was too cool for school by that point. Uh, so uh, you know, and him and I were on the outs too. Um, and uh, so Eric, uh, that's the only time Eric actually ever played with us. Uh, so Eric filled in on guitar on that show. Uh, little fun fact for you. Hmm. So, you think we should cut it there? Uh, let's talk about the cover of the seven inch real quick. Who took that picture? Where did that happen? And really, like, how iconic of a picture is this? And how did more people not know about this? Yeah, I know. Isn't it fucking cool? I mean, we came up especially with like how like the light around the hand. Like, I don't know if that was intentional or like what's happening with that. But it's so good. It's like such a good picture. Yeah, so, I mean, we were really good at steal, stealing everyone else's ideas. <laughs> Buffalo, for, it's what you do. For, you know, for fucking little kids, because that's really what we were. Uh, so the story with that is uh, back when Nick Barron was doing his distro and, you know, like pen palling people in the straight edge community across the country. Uh, and across the world for that matter was like still a thing uh, that was just a photo that someone threw in to some mail that they sent him and uh, Chris found it uh, at Nick's house one day and was like this is fucking awesome we're gonna use this like we're, we're, we're this is ours yeah uh, it's great it's a great picture so I couldn't tell you who took it I have no idea. It just appeared from someone who sent Nick something uh, and we thought it was awesome. Because, uh, I mean, it represented, you know, us. I mean, you know, like we were, you know, that's very much what we were about. What, you know, and also we were often hanging out on the railroad tracks, <laughs> straight edge graffiti ourselves. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of that's that's where that came from. Um, it's it's kind of weird because I don't actually know who took it. You look at that and you know exactly what you're getting into. Oh yeah, you totally. You, yeah. Know, you see that cover and you know what direction it's going in. Yeah. Can you still get your foot that high on that jump? Or will you uh, like, throw your yeah. back out if you Dude, do that? Have you, have you not seen any video or or 
photos of harm's way i mean jesus i'm not that far removed <laughs> you know i mean i i saw harm's way a couple of times but like i i couldn't tell you anything about it other than like the singer being a fucking monster you know other than that, well, I'm like eh. yeah i mean i think uh you know one of the things that we're known for is essentially being a youth crew band uh playing like death metal uh and um you know i kind of pride myself in the fact that you know towards the end of my tenure in that band i was literally in my 40s and uh people would probably not know that and i guarantee you nobody knew that i was fucking in plague with rage (laughs) yeah so uh, yeah, I, I can't, I think I can still get up there. Definitely. I mean, you know, we're, none of us are as young as we used to be, but, uh, I think, uh, I think Chris and I, uh, still have some jumps in us. I mean, yeah. Just see. My takeaway from, from harm's way is that, I mean, I don't know you tremendously well. We've had a few interactions here and there, but you've always seemed really just chill and nice. And when you're on the stage in harm's way, you look you look like you're working through some shit. Well, um, it's intense. Uh, you know, I mean, (laughs) look, we took the name plug with rage for a reason. Chris and I were always dealing with some shit. Um, as much as suburban white straight edge kids could. Um, (laughs) but, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm in a good place, but, uh, you know, I've always adopted the notion that uh, going back to, you know, my first band playing guitar, which was Plague With Rage, uh, that when I get on the stage and I'm holding my guitar, uh, all bets are off, man. I, even I didn't know what was going to happen. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I just I try to leave it all leave it all up there. Uh every every emotion uh you know to this day uh and and that all that all started with plague with rage i mean that's it's still it's still just you know kind of what i am um it's just i'm not playing youth crew anymore kind of wish i was sometimes but never too late you can look at all the people all the old guys still doing youth crew stuff yeah i mean that was kind of the the intent behind black X too, you know, was, uh, as Mark will tell you, you know, that was, uh, that was, I remember Chris bringing that idea to me and being like, Hey, you know, let's do a youth crew band again. Uh, you know, we all grew up doing like learning this together. We're in our forties. Who gives a shit? Like we're still straight edge. Let's, you know, and you know, we'll get Mark to sing and we'll call it black X and it'll be ironic and that'll be funny. I totally forgot you were in Black X. I totally forgot that. How could you? Well, because I only played like half the shows because, you know, I lived 600 miles away. But um, yeah, yeah, it was, you know, we were just like this. We grew up doing this together. Let's do it again when we're in our 40s. Um, You know, that's very much a connection that Chris and I still have. We still look, dude, we still talk to this day. I'm not going to lie. We still talk to this day about just writing and recording the Plague with Rage full length, even if 
it's just for us. Do it. Like, do it. Put it up on, like, a band camp or something. You know, and just have, like, people, like, do that, like, pay what you want kind of a thing with, like, say, like, a $5 minimum or something. Yeah. You know, just get it out there. Like, I mean, you guys should. You should totally do it considering where you both are as musicians and vocalists now compared to then. It would be really interesting to see what you guys would, like, come up with. Yeah, definitely. And I, you know, we both still remember some of those riffs. And, uh, like, the main thing is, like, sometimes we're just, like, man, just want to play with Aaron. Who gives a shit if he's not straight? Yeah, do it. (laughs) Just get it back together, like, what you can. Put it out. Maybe you can get Nick Barron to put out the record. I don't know if he still does that or not. Like, come full circle with it. If you could find 15 different Euros to put out that record, I would be shocked. Yeah, that's true. Definitely. You can finally go to Europe. He's old enough to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. Uh, yeah, I would, I would, I would do it. Yeah, I don't. I, I still think about it. You know, sometimes, uh, like, hey, Chris, let's let's finally do this. Um, it, it may still happen. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. There's, there's, there's days where we talk about it. So anybody who's listening to this and wants to hear the played with rage full length start like mail bombing Jay and Chris Smith <laughs> and make this happen. Maybe, maybe we'll start a Patreon and like the, what you'll get is a Patreon is a plate with rage full length. <laughs> hey, I'll be, I'll be honest. If people are interested, what's going to motivate me is knowing that they're interested. So you heard yeah. it right here. Show them, show them you want it. Show them that like, <laughs> this is what the world needs right now. Played with rage full yeah, length. Full-blown harassment, that's fine, as long as it gets it done. Yeah. yeah. Find, me, find me on Instagram, Carcass1134. Let me know. All there right. it is. All right. So I think on that note, we will close this interview. Jay, thanks for coming on. It's been great. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, like I told Mark, I'm... I'm honored that anyone cares. <laughs> I think you're going to be surprised how many people care. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Alex, Great. it was wonderful Thank you. having you uh, ride, ride shotgun. Yeah, you too. <laughs> All right, guys. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Always. All right. Good night. Good night. See you later. Yeah. Peace.